the pandemic, social unrest, the state house, and the White House. You are listening to the John DePietro Show. It's Sean DePietro on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Folks, you can always listen online at the website, DePietro.com. Remember, Preferred Towing Recovery, located in Lincoln. They service the entire state. It's owned, female-owned, and operated by Christine, along with her husband, Mark Labie. They specialize in towing transport asset recovery, which is Repossession's private property towing services. You can call them today, Preferred Towing in Lincoln. At 401-725-8500, 401-725-8500, or online at preferredrecovery.com, also on Facebook. You know, Mark's been doing repossessions for 30 years. The guy is efficient. He's dependable. He'll get the job done safely and securely. And preferred, they also buy older vintage cars from the 60s and 70s. Maybe you have one sitting in, around in your garage. Call for a fear offer today. Preferred Towing, 401 401- 725-8500-401-725-8500 or online preferredrecovery.com. They're also on Facebook. It's John DePietro. It is Friday and there's obviously controversy going on with the vaccine. You know, it shouldn't be that way, but you, you can't ignore the fact that Governor Mundo has one foot out the door. Governor Mundo is fully focused on coming up on Tuesday will be her Senate confirmation hearing where she has been nominated to be President Biden's nominee to be Commerce Secretary, Secretary of Commerce. So all preparation is on that. That is her focus. The only problem is we're still in a pandemic. And it's really becoming apparent. For instance, number one, we're hearing about the vaccine, that there's line jumping going on. And I'm glad the AARP, they are criticizing Rhode Island COVID vaccination effort and demanding focus on older residents. This business that that the uh, AARP in Rhode Island is is has to come out and say the state should prioritize vaccinations of Rhode Islanders 50 and older immediately. AARP asking its 132,000 local members to join the call. Now, think of all of this is because we're we're finding out that just 25 percent of the vaccinations have been administered to people of Rhode Island age 60 and older. So, and she also, uh, that was Kathleen Connell. She also noted Rhode Island residents 50 and older account, you know, I didn't realize this, nearly 98% of the state's more than 2,000 COVID total deaths. And, and that does make sense. And we actually have heard that. That's the first time I've seen it 98% are 50 and older normally it's and and if you within that if you break it out it's even the you know older people so instead um rhode island department of health they claim they're not receiving enough doses but what you're hearing about is the line jumping now different people that know people are are getting it and you know all these administrators at the hospital you have people that they're you know they're much younger and nowhere near in danger and they're receiving the vaccine ahead of other people. Now, the other factor that comes in, and this was really on display yesterday, was Governor Baker, the governor of Massachusetts, announced that in in Massachusetts, they're going to start to ease the restrictions. And one of the problems with that is obviously, you know, as a neighboring state, we have so many communities that are right next door to Massachusetts, and but they're in Rhode Island. And so now they have to compete with all of these uh, communities right over the line where they're starting to ease restrictions. They're going to allow uh, businesses to stay open later. Why isn't that happening in Rhode Island? And I think one of the arguments you could make is Governor Raimondo, all they said yesterday at that briefing, all they mentioned was let's just keep it the way it is. And they're asking for patience on, and the, you know, the, the rates are trending down. Well, if the rates are trending down and we have the vaccine, then why don't they start to loosen some of the restrictions that they've put on. And I think the best example is we had yesterday that restaurant owner. He's right in um, in Centerdale. He's in Smith Street, North Providence. And Shane, who owns uh, Centerdale uh, Brewery Revival, and they're, you know, they're saying, no, we're, we're not going to just 
This is ridiculous. Why do we have to, we have to stop serving people are coming in at eight o'clock and then we have to basically say, it's like, we're closing down for the night. And he said, we're not going to do it. And I think you're, you're seeing that North Providence has a town ordinance they're going to introduce in Cranston and Smithfield. People are pushing back. Now, yesterday, the state recorded its lowest daily uh, COVID positive rate in nearly three months, but dropping to the, the lowest for the first time since Halloween. However, but they didn't announce that any restrictions are going to be lowered. And why is that? It's because Governor Raimondo is not focused on that. See, this is the first, this is going to get louder. Governor Raimondo, she is still planning on giving her state of the state. And I'll bet in some way, Governor Raimondo, uh, she is saying, listen, you know, Tuesday, I have my Senate confirmation hearing. So everyone's just got to like buckle down. So that's Tuesday, January 26th. That's when she's going to be in Washington. And 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 there is some opposition building. There's definitely going to be some people that are going to vote no. There are going to be some people that are going to have some tough questions for her. And then coming up on Wednesday, uh, I believe it's Wednesday, March 3rd, is when, um, or it's either that or March 2nd, the Tuesday. Either, anyway, the next week is when she delivers the state of the state. But it's still unknown. Then we're into February. Then it's unknown exactly when she might be leaving because there's a difference between the way we understand this, it has to, it'll be in committee, her hearing next Tuesday, Governor, Rhode Island Governor Gina Raimondo, Senate confirmation hearing for a Commerce Secretary. We'll bring that to you. But that, they don't then go for a vote. So it's not automatic and there's no uh, immediate vote. So now that may not happen. Senator Sheldon Whitehouse initially said he thought that may not happen until April. So we have a long way to go. Now, Governor Raimondo has already stated she's not resigning until she's confirmed, which, you know, I understand that. But this starts to become that her priorities are not the priorities of the state. And again, I think uh, Governor Charlie Baker, Massachusetts, keep in mind, he's not going anywhere. <clears throat> so he is fully focused right now on the state's pandemic. But what is is really what is happening is because you need someone to move this along you need um someone that's going to make sure that the distribution is is going accordingly and right now it's not and on top of that we're way below where we should be there was a good illustration yesterday when they looked at the number of people in florida that have been vaccinated compared to rhode island it's actually embarrassing now i've even mentioned and put out information i'm aware of one rhode island family who's very much of means but they chartered a plane and they flew down 20 family members and they all got vaccinated in Florida and then they and then they flew back. And so and then <clears throat> I think they're planning on doing the same thing for the second vaccine. So the thing is all over the place. And then you just wonder, you know, where are the priorities now? Senator Sheldon Whitehouse. Seven Democrat senators, including Sheldon Whitehouse, Rhode Island asked the Senate Ethics Committee investigate the actions of Republican Senators Ted Cruz, Josh Hawley, fully understand their role in this, what happened January 6th at the Capitol. Now, how does that help the people of Rhode Island? This is nothing more than partisan. He is doing this. To, he got himself on MSNBC last night. Is that, is that a priority for the people of Rhode Island? <clears throat> Democrats requesting the investigation, Senator Sheldon Whitehouse of Rhode Island, Governor of Oregon, Tina Smith of Minnesota, Blumenthal of Connecticut, uh, a senator from Hawaii, Tim Kaine of Virginia, and Senator Brown of Ohio. Again, I repeat, how does that help the people of Rhode Island? It doesn't. You know, Senator Whitehouse, you're down there. So what you need to be focusing on is how are you going to help the people of Rhode Island? Rhode Island health experts hopeful Biden COVID vaccine plan will increase supply. Well, it's not going to happen right away. And and what did Biden do his first day? His whole priority is supposed to be on the pandemic. Instead, what did he do? He eliminated 11,000 jobs. And now, uh, you know, Canada may sue us for that uh, pipeline. That makes no sense. That's one of the best things that President Trump did was lift all these uh, restrictions. And that means jobs. That means lower gas prices. Folks, the, when you have high gas prices, I, I would argue that really affects all elements of, 
of the economy. When if people see gas starting to go three, four dollars a gallon, you know what means? You know what that means? That that means they don't go out to eat on a Friday night. That means they don't go shopping as much. It's it's really parallel. We've seen it. When gas prices drop, when gas prices are low, people have no problem. They go out more. They're gonna spend the money somewhere. So the question is, are they going to spend it at the gas station or are they going to spend it in some of the local stores and restaurants and, and different local businesses that certainly could um, use it? But you're not seeing a focus on what the needs are. No, I'm seeing like in Cranston, Cranston has approved resolution urging the state to lift the business curfew. And I like the quote, this isn't party politics, this is survival. So, you know, all of that should be happening. But where is the rest of the vaccine? Now they're all, you know, where is the rest of the vaccine? As Dr. McDonald and Dr. Nicole Alexander, as they're saying, well, you know, it's coming, but everyone's going to be patient. Other states are getting it. Inexcusable. I come back to, listen, this was a tremendous accomplishment, the Rhode Island Governor Gina Raimondo, that she, in fact, was nominated for the to be the Biden uh, Secretary of Commerce. But in a pandemic, with everything going on right now and a lot of moving pieces, you need to have, that's why you have a leader, a chief executive officer who's going to get it done. And Governor Mundo, I believe if she were more focused on the job, the state would have more vaccine and more people would have been vaccinated. And we wouldn't have these people that are jumping the line, that are getting the vaccine. Can you imagine that we're dealing with this? Hey, I want to remind you about R.E. Coogan and Heating. Call them today at 401-732-6562. Cool. Call Coogie. If you have problems with your plumbing or your heating or your cooling, Coogan says, let us into your home. Don't fix it alone. R.E. Coogan and Heating. Helpful, trustworthy, reliable. From winter to summer, trained technicians provide 100% service, one customer at a time. Service calls, maintenance agreements, installation, R.E. Coogan and Heating. Proud to help the residential customers pride themselves, make customer service and satisfaction a top priority. Helpful, trustworthy, reliable for plumbing, heating, and cooling. R.E. Coogan and Heating. Call them today, 401-732-6562, 401-732-6562. R.E. Coogan and Heating. Call them today. Well, folks, another story that I wanted to um, touch on <clears throat> Is this business of uh, of pay? L let me also just say this: Th this business that Biden, he, his priorities. We keep hearing that it's going to be the pandemic, and it's going to be the vaccine and the distribution of the vaccine. But what does he say? He seems focused on immigration as far as immediately giving amnesty to all these illegals that have been in the country. He uh, wants to stop and did construction on the border wall. He wants to let, of course, the dreamers have to stay. You have a caravan headed to the United States right now. And Biden is, you know, giving them signals it's OK to, to come in. And then his his first day, his priority seemed to be immediately with that Keystone Pipeline, which you immediately eliminate 11,000 immediate jobs. But on top of that, you have... Other jobs that are connected to that, it's basically like eliminating 40,000 jobs. And where is also the focus, you know, they had all those National Guard in Washington. And now we're saying, you know, the different governors are seeing that they were sleeping in the Capitol parking garage. I mean, if you want to bring people in, then why is it that then you don't even think enough to um, people are going to start to get angry and the, the free ride that biden has enjoyed i think is going to come to an end now it, it a lot of people are upset about social media and you have a right to be upset about social media and i think there is a bias on social media i just saw this twitter suspends in t4 account with more than seventy-one thousand followers why did it take this long you kick off the president of the united states and yet you allow uh, a domestic terrorist organization you allow a domestic terrorist organization like Antifa to continue. It's it's disgraceful. But the, the, the fact is Biden was able to hide in the basement, wasn't a real campaign. No one was challenging what he was doing. And so that's why, you know, suddenly. And how about just the, the press briefings? No pushback. No pushback at all, especially when. 
with him executive order blocking the Keystone Pipeline, that meant him initially 3,000 direct construction jobs eliminated, 40,000 indirect jobs, 2 billion in economic activity, and also it would have meant a greater relationship between the U.S. and our valued neighbor to the north, Canada, immediately gone, and barely any pushback. Biden revoked the permit for the Keystone Pipeline, insult to Canada and thousands of jobs, does nothing for the climate in any way. Yet where was the outrage? Where were people, you know, the press pushing back on that? But the social media, I know a number of you um, are upset with a lot of elements of social media. I, I obviously am not um, going anywhere, but... But this business of that, if you've seen any of the footage of what was going on in Seattle and Portland with Antifa, and how come they're not labeled domestic terrorists? You know, it is just such a joke where Twitter has finally suspended several popular Antifa accounts with more than 71,000 followers combined. And there's a lot more of them out there. So, and I'm looking at some of them, and I am, they are familiar to me. But how are they allowed to operate that way when you yanked off all these uh, conservative accounts, when you yanked off the president of the United States? I know a lot of people are upset about Facebook and, uh, and so am I. And it is anything, they, they don't want anything to do with anything with the Capitol. But there's there's more to come. There's more to come with who social media, especially, you know, people are going to start to, uh, strike back on that. And and it's wrong that this type of open bias is allowed. And it's it's very, very biased. But right now, just circling back to the situation uh, in Rhode Island, Governor Amundo, I, I think she's just blocking it out. She doesn't, I don't want to say she doesn't care, but it's not a priority. What is her main focus and priority right now is prepping herself and getting ready for her Senate confirmation hearing next Tuesday, and trying to absorb as much material so she will feel comfortable speaking about everything to do with the job of Commerce Secretary. The only problem is that doesn't help us right now. And that is that means that there's no one focused on Rhode Island. And there is a problem right now, without question. There is a problem with that vaccine and lack of and who's getting it. You take your eye off the ball and look how everything gets thrown off. The attorney general saying he wants to look into who's getting this vaccine. It's wrong. Now, remember, you do want to stay healthy during this time. That's why I encourage you to visit my friend Marie at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. You've been by there, that historic white church right across from Davenport Restaurant. It's My Health. You can call Marie at 401-305-3585, where she has stop in. It's very safe and clean, and Marie is so helpful. Vitamins herbal remedies from trusted companies, local products like a kai berry, honey, maple syrup, beef fresh gum, over 250 bulk herbs, teas, and spices that can be purchased by the ounce plus box herbs and teas, hemp and CBD products. It's my health because it's your health. Pop in and see her, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. All right, a lot more ahead. You're listing. Oh, and also remember, visit the website, depetro.com. Excuse me, folks. If you want to get in touch with me, you have some information to share, whatever, what have you, I should say, please visit the website, depetro.com. No I, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com. And depetro.com is sponsored by Allstate Lock. Experts in locking systems, building security. Call Allstate Lock today, 401-349-0042. 401-349-0042. Get some security cameras outside your home or business. They're not as expensive as you think. Allstate Lock will do it for you. Experts in locking systems and building security. You can link through at the website, which is petro.com. The heating season is here. Folks, you need to call JKL Engineering today. JKL 401-351-7600. Let JKL Engineering design and install a natural gas high-efficiency carrier Infinity System, the energy efficient, quiet, more affordable than you think. If you think no gas, hey, guess what? No problem. Let JKL Engineering design and install a high efficiency heat pump system, including ductless splits. Heats in the winter, cools in the summer. These units are so efficient, reduce your oil bill. 
Highest punch is 90%. They have the highest rebates of the market, and they also do new installation and replacement of high-efficiency gas boilers. JKL is Cary Factory Authorized Dealer, licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. You know, for over 50 years, JKL's reputation second to none, especially for technical expertise, customer satisfaction. JKL is an approved national grid BPI installer. JKL is also a Navian certified factory dealer called JKL system replacement oil to gas or for a heat pump remember estimates are free financing is available they're licensed in both rhode island and massachusetts call jk engineering right now residential or commercial at 401-351-7600 jkl they'll do it right the first time now call them you don't want to get stuck with an inefficient heating system what if it starts to get really cold call jkl right now free quote free estimate Estimates of free financing is available. 401-351-7600. Rhode Island, Massachusetts. It's JKL Engineering. 401-351-7600. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. Well, it's a challenge to run your business these days. Maybe you need to find the right type of workers. Why not let MEGA professionals find them for you? Call MEGA professionals today, serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts, 508-336-7801. MEGA, M-E-G-A, professionals, 508-336-7801. Maybe if you need workers, maybe you have workers and won't come back to work. You need drivers, certified help, part-time full-time, maybe weekend work, you need the professionals at MEGA Professionals. Let them find the workers for you. They screen them all out. They send them right over to you. Serving Rhode Island, Massachusetts, call them today, 508-336-7801. Maybe you need mechanics or skilled labor or warehouse workers, office workers, professionals, even those in the healthcare profession. MEGA Professionals, call them today, 508 508- 336-7801. Again, 508-336-7801. You focus on your business. Let MEGA professionals help you find the workers. MEGA professionals, 508-336-7801. Folks, you're listening to the John DePietro Show weekdays. We start at 11. We go until 2. It's a.m. 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, dipietro.com. Joining me right now, he is our law enforcement expert, retired detective Raymond Pigatori. And Ray, I want to start off with uh, yesterday, and there's been somewhat of an increase in these, but um, suddenly it's a report of a bank robbery in Cranston. Um, if you wouldn't, you know, pick it up, that's that's something. That's that's not an everyday type crime, and and uh, when you have something like that, uh, there almost seems to be certain protocols, if you will, that police immediately go through. What can you tell us on this latest? There was even a short manhunt after that in the Cranston area. But what can you tell us about this latest bank robbery? Good, good morning, John. Um, as far as a bank robbery goes, there are a, there is a protocol in place. But what, first and foremost, you're securing the bank itself. Uh, you're separating the uh, employees at the bank and interviewing everybody that may have been in the bank at that particular time. Um, unfortunately, with the advent of this COVID virus, uh, people are masked up uh, who's wearing sunglasses. So getting a physical description uh, other than, uh, you know, the height and weight is somewhat difficult. Um, and, you know, you're, you're trying to glean as much information as possible. And once that is done, you're grabbing uh, video surveillance. And uh, people on the outside of the bank itself, uh, passer buyers, may have seen this individual get in a car or, or run from the area. He may have had a car 
parked uh, nearby or an accomplice that was a driver. Um, but with the uh, advent of uh, these uh, doorbells that captured things on uh, uh, video, you know, you, you do a surveil, you do a uh, uh, reconnaissance of the area and try to grab as much footage as possible. And uh, a lot of times these crimes are crimes of opportunity. Uh, they're not always well thought out. Um, and it could be somebody that is desperate for money. It could be somebody that, that has an addiction to uh, drugs or alcohol. But once the investigation starts at the bank, uh, that's put out to neighboring police departments. Uh, it, there's a lot of variables that go into this. It could be a ring of individuals that are robbing multiple banks, both in state and out of state. So it is quite the investigation that does uh, does go on with these uh, type incidents. Ray, many times we hear that the person goes up and simply slides the teller a note saying that they have a weapon. They're not showing the weapon. Uh, all the time I get people that say, why do they then still give the money over? Why don't they try to say, you know, no or hit an alarm or, or in, in essence, why don't they like almost make them say, show me the weapon? Well, those are called demand notes uh, when they hand it over to the teller. Uh, and the tellers are instructed, uh, you don't take that chance that that individual may have a weapon. Uh, it only takes a, a, a second to uh, produce a weapon and people can get hurt, whether it be the employee of the bank or uh, an individual that's doing banking inside the establishment. So the, uh, the teller did the right thing, hand over the money and, uh, you know, then contact the police. And that's what the tellers are instructed to do. Now, Ray, also, you know, when people watch uh, a film or things in the past, um, you know, when people think of a bank robbery, they think there's, you know, several individuals, they go around, they get into the vault, because let's face it, there there is a substantial amount of, of cash that is available there. But in recent times, even though with all the bank surveillance and the video and so forth, most of the time, it always just seems to be a lot of times just one person and they just go up to the teller, they slip a note. And there was a man in Providence the other day. I, I think he took like $800. Is that more of, as you say, almost like a crime of convenience, maybe someone even like desperate that has a drug problem. Uh, most times it is. Um, unless it's a, a gang of individuals that, like I said earlier, that are going around to various banks in state, out of state, uh, nine times out of 10, these are just individuals at the spur of the moment will walk up uh, desperate for cash. And, you know, let's face it, the banks have cash and they're going to walk up. It doesn't take a lot of effort to write something on a piece of paper. Uh, but also, uh, you know, the banks are trained to deal with these individuals. The police are trained to deal with these individuals. They be, may be known. Uh, some are so brazen they may not have uh, some type of disguise on themselves. But once uh, the, the investigation starts, uh, BCI, Bureau of Criminal Identification, come in. Uh, fingerprints could be obtained. So uh, these uh, crimes that can be solved, um, and it's not like uh, it, it's not like uh, somebody that's going out and robbing forty banks. I read one story about a guy in uh, Los Angeles one time, a highly intelligent individual. The banks around uh, in the general area, you know, you, 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 some banks are located close to an area that's known as uh, for drugs. So the individual could just rob the bank and head off down into the area where he knows he can grab his drugs. And Ray, just uh, finally on this, um, I would imagine that uh, for for the criminal, it's a tremendous advantage that it's perfectly acceptable now that you can walk into a bank literally wearing a mask. Uh, absolutely. I mean, years past, uh, there were signs left at the door, you know, remove your hats, remove your sunglasses which would, should be a protocol even today. Uh, no one needs to wear sunglasses coming into the bank, and that's where they should be stopped at the door. If you do not remove those, uh, when, you know, we're not going to wait on you at this point. But, but again, with the advent of this pandemic, people freely walk around and protect 
protect themselves, uh, the good people. And however, these bad characters that are out there, they're utilizing it to their advantage. Folks, we're speaking with our uh, law enforcement expert. He's retired Detective Raymond Figatori. And Ray, the next story, uh, police say that a man 53 hit and killed while crossing Route 2 in Warwick. Uh, how, how much of police work is involved? Boy, there's seemingly always these pedestrian accidents, but there's a, a full investigation that that is then involved when you have a situation like this. Well, these are these are horrific uh, events that occur, and, and more often than we uh, than we think. Uh, you you read about them constantly. People running across highways. Uh, you know, there was just one I think believe last week up in uh, on one forty six. Um, sometimes it could be an individual is looking to uh, harm himself and dots out in front of a, a vehicle. Um, the investigation part of something like this is that the individual that actually struck this gentleman uh, stayed at the scene and the officers will certainly interview her or him and uh, also any passerbys that may have witnessed this accident and the p- police will put out uh, you know notification via um, social media or newspaper asking for uh, any other individuals that may have witnessed this accident they're very very tragic uh you know, and if it's if it truly was just an accident and this individual had just who knows, he could have been on a phone or had uh, music playing and wasn't really paying attention uh, for the driver to be uh, having to carry that weight that they were driving to, you know, from A to B and they, they killed somebody. It's, it's pretty tragic. How do you determine whether or not if it was, in fact, an accident, what would be involved if? Potentially, maybe the two of them knew each other, if there was maybe more to the story, or as you say, it is someone who they, it, it's, it's terrible, but they, they want to do harm to themselves, and they actually plot out a scenario like this where they're basically going to dart in front of a, a moving vehicle, a vehicle moving at high speed. Well, that's why the police are going to do that investigation. They'll, they'll interview the driver, they'll interview uh, passerbys, they'll, they'll try to, st- determine if there is a uh, relationship between the uh, pedestrian and the uh, driver of the vehicle. Uh, and they're going to do a full background into this. And then the accident reconstruction teams will come out to determine the speed of the driver at the particular time, whether the skid marks were left at the scene, uh, the point of impact of this, the accident itself. Uh, was it close to the the uh, center lane at the time? Was it close to the curbside? So there's a lot of uh, that goes on to an investigation like this. But ultimately, uh, they'll make that determination and they don't go forward. Folks, we're going to take a break, quick break. A lot more. He is our law enforcement expert attorney. Uh, excuse me, uh, Officer Raymond Pigatori right here on the John DePietro Show. MEGA truck and trailer repair. Call them today. Commercial trailers, diesel equipment, serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts, 508-336-2110. 508-336-2110 for MEGA, M-E-G-A, MEGA truck and trailer repair. As I said, commercial trailers, diesel equipment, free estimates, FHWA inspections and Rhode Island State Inspection Station, trailer pickup and delivery, 24-hour mobile service, Serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts, it's MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. Call them today, 508-336-2110, 24-hour mobile service, and also ABS repairs, brakes, doors. Listen, if it's on a trailer, MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair, they can repair it. Call them today, 508-336-2110, 508-336-2110, it's MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. 
or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. This winter, you can depend on Henry Oil. Call them today, 401-521-0200. Make Henry Oil, make the switch. Make Henry Oil your reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery company. 401-521-0200. Residential, commercial, fuel oil delivery, fuel oil, diesel, gasoline, reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery. It's Henry Oil, serving most of Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass. Call them today, 401-521-0200. Remember, with Henry Oil, automatic delivery, budget plans, service contracts, lock and cap pricing. Check out their website, henryoil.com, or call them today, 401-521-0200. Henry Oil. Since 1947, they have a great family history, and they are just terrific. You can depend on Carmine and Lori and the great folks at Henry Oil. Call them today, 401-521-0200. Check them out online at henryoil.com. Residential and commercial fuel oil delivery service contracts, budget plans, reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery. Serving most of Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass, it's Henry Oil. Call them 401-521-0200 this winter. I'm asking you to switch to Henry Oil online at henryoil.com. We're speaking with our law enforcement expert. He is uh, retired Detective Raymond Pigatori. Ray, our uh, next story, accused murderer found dead in cell, suspected of choking on a uh, face mask, officer placed on leave. Boy, n- number one, there's an awful lot involved, obviously more than in just sometimes transporting um, an inmate. Uh, and something like this, though, I would imagine there still has to be an investigation to, you know, you, you don't know if, if maybe the uh, someone there in the prison knew who this person was. It was retribution. If it was simply uh, a, an accident, but there there has to be an investigation when something like this happens. There'll be a thorough investigation. There are Rhode Island State Troopers uh, stationed uh, pretty much uh, on the grounds of the ACI and oversee the investigations, along with the uh, the ACI's actual investigators also to determine whether any protocols were um, not adhered to at this particular time. But this whole incident in itself uh, with these two poor people uh, that were murdered uh, while sitting inside their house by somebody that from uh, appearances on TV looked like he had a mental health issue when he was asking for his, uh, his uh, Kalanapin that he was asked. Um, so maybe there was an issue behind this in the individual, uh, but that's a separate case upon itself. Um, when, when an individual is in custody at the ACI, um, you know, there are certain protocols for an, in, for someone like himself that may look to do harm. And, you know, again, this, the times that we're in with the uh, pandemic it's occurring inside the uh, ACI. Both uh, prisoners and uh, correctional officers are being affected by it. So masks are worn. Uh, whether a mask should have been worn in this for this individual, I, I do not know. But um, for you know, for someone like this to actually ingest a mask <laughs> to you know cut off his uh, air passage, uh, there was some thought behind that one. Yeah. And then what happens with them um, is still an investigation into the murder itself, because uh, now you have someone you can't question that particular person. We don't know if someone maybe had an accomplice, but it must be a completely different type of scenario when you're then uh, trying to investigate something like this that happens uh, at the correctional facility. Because, I mean, number one, they obviously have tremendous uh, surveillance, but. It's it's such an isolated, uh, um, you know, community. So it's the Rhode Island State Police that they're on the ground, so they would handle something like that. Well, the the investigation would be, um, you know, the they'll go over the individual cell block that he was in. They'll speak to uh, 
uh, fellow inmates that were maybe adjacent to this individual. They will speak to certainly the uh, correctional officers that were charged with, uh, you know, this person's care. Uh, the investigation that happened in Lincoln would still go forward to, like you said, maybe this individual had uh, help along the way. Um, till such time they they deem that he was solely responsible. Um, so the, the the investigation is very very tough when you're trying to deal with uh, uh, in, individuals that are incarcerated. Um, they're not happy being there, so they're certainly not always cooperative with the police. Folks, we're speaking with our law enforcement expert, Raymond Figatori. Ray, just two more stories. One is um, Council on American Islamic Relations spotlight racist graffiti in Smithfield. Now, law enforcement, it would seem that police are always dealing with uh, some form of graffiti, which which is a crime. But when does it cross over? And it just seems as though many, many times. Uh, that these are just, in fact, you know, like kids that are playing around as opposed to something very serious. But what, when does it cross over for the police? Well, it cross over when they, it seems that they're picking out one, uh, one uh, dynamic of uh, individuals, whether it be uh, uh, ethnic background, uh, religious background. Uh, it, then it would start turning over to possibly a, a hate crime. Uh, there will be a thorough investigation. Um, they'll look at the individual's uh, style of handwriting uh, or what was said at this particular time. Well, not said, but was sprayed on the bridge. Uh, many times it could be just uh, individuals out there spray painting and leaving the graffiti. We see it all over the, uh, the state and it's deplorable. But it's something that will be investigated by the police. Uh, it, it, it's quite the uh, story. Um, you know, the, the, from what I read, the individual was looking for, you know, to speak to certain council people. They have great people in the council at, in Smithfield, a former chief of North Providence Police is the town council president there. So they also will do their due diligence. They want the investigation to go forward. And, and then if the individual is caught, He'll be charged accordingly. Now, Ray, um, another question I had was this was from one of our listeners, and this is um, in Providence, kind of at the end of the year. But you're hearing different stories of people showing up at the emergency room and and, uh, they had been shot. And the person was was uh, confused and saying that doesn't that person have to then um, tell the police exactly what happened? But. It's my understanding that sometimes people do show up in the emergency room and what people don't realize is it's it's not a crime. If you say if someone says I was shot and I don't know who did it, it's it's not a crime. And the police can't the police can only do so much. They can't force someone to say, you know, who shot you? What do you think it's about Uh, the the hospital? This person that emailed me was saying, well, the hospital should say we're not going to treat you unless you tell us who shot you or what happened. And, and they can't do that. You know, they have to, there have been people, there was someone at the end of last year that I think died after they were just dropped off an emergency room. But if, if people won't cooperate with the police raid, the police are, you know, are so, so to speak, handcuffed. They, they can't force it. And they deal with this quite a bit. They do. It's, it's all too prevalent of people walking in or being dropped off uh, outside an emergency room. Uh, and, the hospital is mandated to treat them. They have their code that they have to go by. Um, and the police will, they'll be notified. They do respond. And if this individual chooses to be silent or not cooperate or not pursue the complaint, that's the individual's right. The, the police still will do some of a background into this um, case itself. And if no leads turn up, then no one's going to get charged. If this individual who was uh, shot by uh, an assailant, uh, even if an arrest was made, well, how do you pursue it and go forward um, if at time of trial, the victim suddenly doesn't want to, you know, cooperate with the police again? And it just, they, you know, they, as you said, they handcuffed the police. 
And and just finally, Ray, we're we're still watching many of the people that were inside the Capitol on January sixth. That um, seems like a tremendous job by law enforcement. What I mean by that is tremendous challenge. Where you have people that the ones that are getting arrested, I mean, they're from all over the country: uh, California, Texas, Florida, Virginia, Georgia, and uh, Pennsylvania, Kentucky, and and um, but and think of the 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 huge amount of video surveillance that people don't realize so you see an individual and there he is inside the capitol and then you say okay there's me and i'm just going to give an example you know man in yellow hat well you now have to trace you know better picture of him and how did he get inside and more video surveillance from here and it, it just seems like a, a incredible undertaking that's taking place right now by law enforcement um the people that are charged with this investigation it's a daunting task to go through, you know, hundreds, if not thousands of uh, cell phone footage, um, trying to determine uh, who these characters were that got actually inside the Capitol building. And then, uh, you know, the investigation is even kicking it up a notch of the Capitol police officers that was killed while being inside, um, you know, w- each individual that's being charged, uh, certain ones are being charged with uh, greater crimes. But just to, like you said, they're scattered throughout the country. You know, to track these people down is uh, it's just an unbelievable task. Um, but the FBI has great resources. They, have, they work hand in hand with the uh, local police departments throughout the country. And, you know, if if they have uh, some type of information that this person is from uh, state uh, Wisconsin or wherever have you, you know, they can reach out to, you know, this person might match the description. Some law enforcement uh, officer in a local town would say, hey, I know that individual. And that's how the, the FBI are going to interrogate them and uh, charge them as as they should. But this is. The magnitude of people that are going to be charged on this case is uh, unbelievable. And uh, the work ahead is, uh, you know, it's not going to be done in, in a day or, or, or weeks. It'll be long, drawn-out investigation. Folks, he is our uh, law enforcement expert, Raymond Picatori. Ray, Happy New Year. Great to talk to you. Uh, be well, and we'll talk to you again. Thank you. We're in an accident. Someone hits your vehicle. It's damaged in some way. Pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. They're located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. Folks, as you're riding along, you just never know. You could be dealing with a drunk driver, someone not paying attention. How about the people texting and driving? If you ever damage your vehicle, call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. Several reasons. One, they'll handle everything for you. Two, they're going to work for you not the insurance company. And three, they'll make your car. It'll look like it just rolled out of the showroom. West Fountain Auto Body. Call them, 401-272-3340. Did someone damage your vehicle? Whether it's a small fender bender or nearly total vehicle, West Fountain will restore your vehicle, get it back on the road. Call them today, 401-272-3340. And remember, if you're having an accident, first thing you want to do, call the police, Fill out a police report. If the tow truck shows up, tell them, let's get this vehicle over to West Fountain, 401-272-3340. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. Folks, remember, for all your tree service, well, you want to call Yankee Tree. Call them today, 401 401- 439-6028 Yankee Tree Service YankeeTreeService.com What can they do? They do it all. Tree trimming Experts based right in Lincoln Tree removal 
Since 2006, and also 24-7 emergency service available, call Yankee Tree Service today, 439-6028. 439-6028, whether it's tree removal, stump grinding, tree pruning, emergency service, bucket truck at service, and bobcat service. Since 2006, they've been performing tree removal service. On top of that, nothing stumps. Yankee Tree Service, they provide stump grinding. Enjoy your landscape without the eyesore. As far as pruning, well, let them get up there. Oftentimes a tree can be pruned instead of cutting it down. At Yankee Tree Service, their licensed arbiters help you decide what's best, the treatment plan for your tree. And maybe it's an emergency service. Did something come down? Call them today, 439-6028, 439-6028. If they have to, they get right up there in the bucket. Yankee Tree Service, since 2006, tree trimming experts. Give them a call, 439-6028, or online at yankeetreeservice.com. You're listening to the John DePietro Show, folks. Weekdays, we start at 11. We go until 2. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Now, remember, if you want to get a hold of me, the easiest thing to do is log on to my website, depetro.com, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com. Now, there, you can, if you want to listen to the program, listen live. You can also contact me that way. That's the easiest way to get me an email if you'd like to advertise on the show. We also have all our links to social media. We have uh, links to Twitter or Facebook or Instagram or also on YouTube. You can also read many of the exclusive stories that we do. We have exclusive video. You can also shop and get some of the merchandise. And at the same time, if you ever miss an episode of the John DePietro Show, if you ever miss a segment, you just log on and right at the top, it says radio show. Click onto that. It'll bring you right there and you can listen. It's all in the library fashion. It all starts by logging right on at depietro.com. If you've been thinking about updating your website, or you have questions, maybe get the most out of your social media. You can get a free consultation from Karen Etchells, local digital marketing ex professional. Well, marketing professional. She is excellent, and she's been doing this for over 25 years. Contact my friend Karen Etchells, Innovast Digital Marketing. Now, if you go to my website, topetro.com, you'll see her right at the bottom. So that's a click, uh, an easy link. If you can't remember the name or you can't remember the phone number, I'm going to give them both again. But the very least, all you have to do is make your way to depetro.com. And at the very bottom, you'll see Innovast, Innovast.com, and then her photos right there. Karen Etchells, again, take advantage, free consultation, 401 321 2799. 401 321 2799. Or find Karen online at Innovast.com. Go to log on to depetro.com. And at the very bottom, You'll see the link and you can contact her. So whatever your business is, it doesn't matter whether you're a dentist or a restaurant or whatever business you're in, you need an updated website, contact Karen Etchells. It's Innovast Digital Marketing, I-N-N-O-V-A-S-T, Innovast Digital Marketing, and again, 401-321-2799. Take advantage, free consultation with Karen. And also, check out her work. I love it. I've worked with her over 20 years. You can see her link at depetro.com.